What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of We Are One, You Are Two, your video game and PlayStation podcast. I am your host, Rob Fanzo, as always, joined once again by Mr. Rocket League aficionado himself, Matt Rhodes. Hello, something witty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Matt, we made it to, <coughs> excuse me, we made it to 10 episodes. 10 episodes, um, what? I know. Uh, if you want another 10 or another 100, maybe you can remember that uh, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Patreon, SoundCloud, YouTube every week by Sunday at 9 p.m. Earlier, some weeks, later, some just depends on how crazy our lives are that week and our audio man, Dave. Uh, but we try to be consistent. And so, uh, Matt, we've got a great show lined up for listeners this week. Today, we're going to talk about uh, how little there actually is in gaming news. Uh, discuss a little bit of PSVR because I took the dive, discuss our topic of the day, talk about some trophies, and uh, look at the PS drop for the week. But first, before I forget, some Biff stuff. Uh, If you choose to subscribe to Patreon and support us, you're not only going to have access to exclusive posts I'm going to start putting on there, uh, but also an exclusive show I'm going to put together. Matt doesn't even know about this. It's called Out of My Pocket. Uh, so it's going to be me playing games you're not sure whether or not you want to buy or just want to watch a playthrough of. Uh, so it'll be a review and or of a playthrough de- purely dedicated to Patreon subs, which means you get it first and you get it only. So if you want to check that out, if there's a game that you've been thinking of, like, I don't know if I want to play this or not. I don't even know if I want to buy this, but I would rather pay someone to play it or to, to watch it or uh, to, you know, uh, tell me how terrible it is. Uh, head over there and subscribe for more details. You also get a close, uh, of course, exclusive, exclusive access to our let plays. Um, and Matt and I are actually working out details for another one here soon. I know we keep saying that, but we really are. For um, sure. So moving on, Matt. Uh, yes. As uh, always. Yes. What have, what have we been playing? Uh, not much. <laughs> no? Two different things. Rocket League, get you Rocket League. Uh, and, and Monster Hunter World. Yeah, if I would have played Monster Hunter World instead of Rocket League, I probably would have had a nap. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you did not. Uh, I did not. I didn't play Monster Hunter World today, but I will after this, I'm sure. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, right now it's uh, just Rocket League. So, or at least just today, at least. Um, but... Oh, no, I'll, I'll save it for the topic of conversation. Oh, all right. All right. Sounds good. A little teaser there. Um, if I can talk about what I've been playing, I finished uh, Pinstripe, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, that's actually what's going to be, just a little spoiler here, that's actually going to be what the first out of my pocket is. Uh, so that's if cool. you don't know what Pinstripe is, and you don't, if you do know what it is, you want to check it out, uh, and you're interested in, you're not sure whether it's something you want to buy or, or even play, and you'd rather just watch someone review it and play through it uh, and talk about it, uh, I'm going to try and make that in such a way that it's worth a dollar or two dollars. Um, and of course, if you actually donate more than that, uh, I'll, p- I'll pick the game I'll pick your game. I'll basically play your game for you. Uh, but yeah. I finished Pinstripe. Uh, and then, of course, I played Monster Hunter World with you. And uh, actually, a few minutes before we got on here, I was messing around with Deadbolt some more. I'm still addicted to that. Um, yeah. Mainly because I'm four hours into it, and I keep dying repeatedly, so I just want to get through it. Uh, and then I did finally take the plunge. And I uh, got myself a PSVR. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. I, he has money, folks. No, I had a <laughs> lot of gift cards. <laughs> yeah. He I, has gift cards, folks. I, I, I mean, literally, Olivia. Well, had, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, had as the key. One of them came from Olivia's phone. Um, the other one came from uh, when GameStop had that ridiculous deal last year where, uh, you know, you could buy plants versus zombie and trade it in for more than yep. it was actually worth. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I conned the system there a little bit. And then the other one was from uh, good old Discover, those cashback rewards. Thank you, Discover. Oh, there you go. There's a free plug for Discover. Right? Ugh. They can pay me on the on the later end when they I've got so much cashback bonus. I can probably like um, I will be able to buy a PlayStation Five when it comes out. You should just get a VR, and then we can do uh, <laughs> multiplayer in VR. Get get motion sick together. Yeah. <laughs> I played um, I played Star Blood Arena because that was a free one for right. on PS Plus a couple months ago. So I thought I'd try it. I, I was going through the tutorial totally fine, and the guy's like, "If you want, you can do a barrel roll." And I was like, "Oh, sweet, a barrel roll! I'll do that." No barrel roll. Yeah, I was sick for like 15 minutes after I took the headset off. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not doing this again." Yep. That's um, see, that's why I didn't buy it because that's what happened to me when I was testing it, and I was just like, "Nah, there's no way." The last thing I want to do is throw up while I'm playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to like have a, a wastebasket nearby just in case, you know. Well, you, the wastebasket would be useless because since that thing's strapped to your head, you probably wouldn't be able to find it anyway. Yeah, exactly. I like, said, where's the? <laughs> oh God, where is it? I said that's, down the remote. See, that's what they should do. The developers should do. They should just be able to recognize your wastebasket so whenever you looked down it was always there in case you got motion sick so you could just puke right into it that would be amazing right yeah anyway that's uh that's what we've been playing so this is bs hyphen n playstation hyphen news uh this is actually a little bit different than what we've done in the past well, it was supposed to be different this week. I decided that, Matt, sometimes there's just 15 items. There's 16 items. There's 13. Honestly, some of them I don't care about. I know our audience of five probably doesn't care either. Uh, <laughs> and so what I thought we could do is trim it down to the top five news stories. Oh, um, five. Whether they're PlayStation or wow. not related. Now, I was super pumped about doing that this week. And then I went on today and realized that there was very little news this week. And so I actually struggled to get five, um, you know, and this is Thursday. We're recording this now. I will throw in just as a, as a bonus here that before we right before we got started, uh, I did see the Nintendo Switch tripled its PS4's first year sales in Japan. And so that's not a surprise. They love handheld stuff over there. And so I'm not even shocked that it sold um, 3.8 million units. Right. In its Crazy. first year. Yeah. Um, so that's your bonus news because that I saw right before we started. Uh, but item number one, I also read up more on this today. I don't know if you've been following this, but the more recent conversation about violence in video games. Oh, yeah. When Trump said, uh, I hear more and more people saying the level of violence in video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And then you go further step, and that's the movies. You see these movies, and they're so violent, and yet a kid is able to see the movie if sex isn't involved. But killing is involved, and maybe they have to put a rating system for that, end quote. Um, he met behind closed doors with video game execs today, and he made sure he brought in their strongest and staunchest uh, opposers. And uh, to talk about how we can curb violence in video games, because that's what leads to gun violence in America. Now, uh, oh, crap. I think the most common argument I've seen for this is uh, there are video games everywhere and there's not gun violence 
nearly as bad everywhere, right? Exactly. And uh, you know, we're not a political show, but I, I just find that interesting that uh, we're going down that route. Uh, remind right. me of when Columbine happened, how many years ago, and they blamed video games, Marilyn Manson, and Eminem, right, right. among exactly. other things. So not um, the fact that you know these kids had access to all these weapons because you know, right, right, and gun so, control. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I'm, never gun control. That's never the issue. You know what I mean? No. The NRA and the gun lobby is just throwing money at all these problems as soon as they come up. Yeah, and I, but, you know, I, I, I respect that people want to have guns. I, I don't really care. I personally don't mind the idea of raising the age limit to 21. I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, but you can get drunk. You can't get drunk, but you can kill someone. Right. At 18. How does that make sense? Yeah, I know you can smoke cigarettes and, and all that other crap, and, but. Uh, yeah, not to get overly political with that, but I do find it just interesting that he had a closed-door meeting about that today. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing that's kind of funny to me as far as, like, because you mentioned movies or whatever, if you look at different countries, most of their stuff, like, all of our stuff, as far as, like, our rating, sex. Sex is tough, right? Yes. If you look at other countries, it's violence. Anything that has violence on it almost immediately gets an R rating. Yet here, it can be PG-13. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to see, like, how other countries deal with that kind of thing. They, they see they see the violence in uh, movies as more of a big deal to younger people, that, therefore making it harder for younger people to see that those kind of things whereas so, over here we're focused more on oh did was there a nipple shown and maybe that's maybe that's the key is maybe we get rid of uh or raise the, the the numbers like i said maybe that's the key right right uh all right item number two uh i wanted to put this one in uh because i thought it was really cool and you know how much i tout about this game and talk about it but apparently uh there was an interview with near tomina uh, directors and they were shocked they would had hoped to sell a million units they didn't expect to sell over two million as as the game did so they were glad about success and that's definitely call for more from that universe uh, but what I thought was most interesting is they said that one year later uh, they have one surprise left and that's that um, there's some there's a very tragic or unpleasant secret in the game that no one has discovered yet Ooh. And so I really want to know what that is because, I mean, it has 26 different endings. Everybody's that, um, you know, is really hardcore about it. Has I, I went through and discovered all those and, and got all those. And, uh, I, you know, I've, I've played some of the DLC, so I don't know what that last secret is, but I'd be very interested to find out. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. I wonder, <clears throat> I mean, what if it's one of those things where they just don't tell anybody and it's like years before people actually figure out what that is? Usually that's what happens. And, and what happens is usually people go through on like the PC version and they'll data mine, they'll go through the right. game's code. Um, and usually that works, but there have been games, I was just reading, uh, just reading something, I can't remember what it was, where they talked about how uh, one of the games... Uh, did a really good job a couple years ago. Somebody did a really good job of hiding that source code. And yeah. so um, they didn't find it. And if you think about like GTA V, uh, there was allusions to stuff for years that nobody knew what was going on with that, like the UFO stuff and things like that. So, yeah, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, speaking of PlayStation exclusives, Horizon Zero Dawn producer Samrat Sharma has moved on over to Ubisoft Toronto to help on an unannounced 
game. Uh, Ubisoft Toronto is responsible typically for Far Cry, Watch Dogs, things like that. And so uh, along with that, Horizon Zero Dawn also released over on the PlayStation blog one of those cool info charts to show year one since it just turned a year old last week. Um, you know, what the most fired weapons were, how many shards were collected. So you can go over to the PS blog to check that out. I looked at it. It's pretty cool. Uh, apparently, um, I can't remember which uh, animal it was, but it, it was responsible for over 20 million player deaths. And so it was clearly the most violent, uh, most difficult one to take the down. Sawtooth. Yeah, that was it, the sawtooth. So I just thought that was, I just like those little graphic uh, charts. They're kind of cool to look at and kind of neat the way they lay them out. Number four, I feel like we talk about this every week now, but it's because it keeps happening. Uh, Monster Hunter World has now sold through seven and a half million copies. <laughs> Can anything slow it down? That is ridiculous. It hasn't even released on PC yet. That's nuts. The fact that it hasn't released on PC yet is just absolutely absurd. I don't, I don't think anything's going to slow it down. It's going to hit 10 million, which is amazing because that's like battlefront numbers. Yeah, it really is. That's, oh gosh, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, I can't stop playing it. And I don't even like those grindy type things all the time, you know? <laughs> I like progress. And, and I'm, I can't wait to finish the story and just continue grinding for, for loot. I was about to say, we're like three missions away from it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know we are. I looked it up the other day. Yeah, we're like three or four away. And I thought to myself, am I going to stop playing it after this? I was like, no, probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah. I was just watching a video on YouTube about it today, about how it's like the perfect loot system. Be, you know, sure, there's like all these armor sets that are like some of them are just it's you know it's a it's a bloated armor list where like you know you know some of them are just useless, but there's enough of an armor list and also weapon list that uh, it keeps you wanting to come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keep you know every it's it's pretty much any play style, you know any kind of fighting game play style is in there to a large extent. Yeah. So whatever you just have to find the weapon that suits the style that you play in. Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I love the way some of the armor styles look. And uh, there's something, too, because it it's so funny. You're three-fourths of the way through the game like we are, and yet you still spend time struggling against creatures. And so when you go back to the lower oh, yeah. rank ones, you feel like a badass all of a sudden. Oh, for sure. Yeah, to go back to those and be like, oh, I need... <laughs> I missed farming this 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 little item because whatever, you know, or because you're like you're crafting a second one and you didn't realize you would need more of these later. Because um, right now, what I'm doing is I'm taking, I'm trying to create, I'm trying to craft every insect glaive on the tree. Wow. Now I would, I'm like the fully upgraded version, I should say. Right, right. You know, I don't want one of each. That's kind of silly. I want like the fully upgraded version of, version of each tree, so I can kind of pick and choose exactly what I want. But. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes I have to go back because I have to go like, okay, I need this, this, and this. Let me look for an SOS with this cat, you know, with a low rank or a high rank, you know, Tobiachi or whatever, you know, whatever. Right. But it's, it's, it's fun. It's keeping me interested and it's, you know, I've put in over a hundred hours already into it. And like you were saying, it's what, something like 300 maybe to plat it. I would be surprised if I did that. One thing I don't understand, though, there are these arena, um, special arena quests or whatever that you have to get 50 of. And it says I only have one of those. Mm. So I don't know if that's like a special event, because I remember that Watcher, like the the one that was the Watcher, remember when you had to get like 
the stuff, the very first Horizon Zero Dawn yes. event for Aloy. Yeah, for the, the I yeah, think those, that was like a special arena, right? right. So it's those kind that that specific arena because there's there's two different types of arenas. There's the one that you know you you go into. Uh, there's one that you crawl into, and then there's one that you jump into. Right. Um, there are actually two. You know, I think the second one, you know, that had the event like that, is what, how many you have to do to, to do fifty. But if they're not doing, if they're not doing those every week, I mean, how long is that going to take? Even if they're doing it one, once a week, it's going to take you a year to get them. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. You know, that's that's the perfect way to keep people playing. Oh, for sure. And that's not even about DLC that I've heard, you know, that they may eventually do too, which I've only seen brief mentions of. I saw, I think that's the one thing I did see. I did see like this snapshot of um, this monster that I guess is going to be coming soon. I'm just like, what? (laughs) Stupid. If they don't support this game, they're dumb. I mean, almost 8 million copies. Good Lord. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Fastest selling, and now the best selling, by the way, best selling in Capcom's history, even beat out yeah. all the Resident Evils. So that's nuts. Um, last news item on the list, and then I have a, another bonus I wanted to mention uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which I bought and never tried. Um, it was like 20 bucks, and now I feel like I have to dive into it. It's actually gotten a huge jump in followers back on in players back on Steam and Twitch because they have a zombie update, which is like. Ooh. It's actually like alien technology that turns people into zombies. So I guess they're alien zombies. Nice. Um, but uh, they the actually... The best of both worlds. Absolutely. <laughs> they uh, Something like 166,000 concurrent players on Steam, which they haven't had like that. Um, and you, that game's three years old. It came out in 2015. Yeah, right. Um, and so it really speaks to the idea of games as service, I think, that Ubisoft is going for. Um, which we'll talk about them in a moment, too, because something else was announced uh, well, I'll just mention it now real quick. Uh, they announced the Division 2 and that they would have Ooh. more details at E3. They just did a teaser yes. trailer today. Uh, there was just the number two popped up with that music in the background. And uh, they also said that at the same time, they're going to release more content for the original one at the same time. So, so don't be surprised if at E3 we get a full-length trailer, but then we also get at the end of that trailer. And also this now for the original Division, right? Some sort of big update. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and then, oh, the other thing I want to mention because I was speaking of Twitch and numbers before was that Fortnite officially eclipsed PUBG with streamers, active player base, hours watched, everything. And so, PUBG I think is officially dethroned, and I think Fortnite is king now, which is amazing, yeah. um, considering where it started on consoles. So that's crazy. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for the news. All right, so it's time for the talk. Talk. Uh, this is a segment where we're talking to us about subjects of interest for the week or from you, the listener. Um, and since there's only five of you, I usually pick them myself. But Matt, <laughs> I thought about today. Spring this is, is kind of this talk. We're, ty- we're kind of melding two segments right now. We are. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this, and, and uh, spring is 11 days away. Yeah. And it lasts through June 12th or 21st. I can't remember the exact date. I know there's two and a one in there, I'm pretty sure. 21st. Thank you, yeah. Shame on me. Um, Shame on you, for sure. I thought we could talk about our spring gaming expectations. Um, And so I wanted to talk about all the games that, major games that are coming out. I'm sure there's more that I missed um, that might be smaller or even VR-related that are coming out between now and June 21st. And so that includes Far Cry 5, Detroit Becomes Human, 
or be, become human, I'm sorry, A Way Out, Nino Kuni 2, God of War, and just a small one I wanted to shout out to, Vampire, which was supposed to release in December of last year, I think. So I thought we could talk about what do we expect out of, uh, let's tackle Far Cry 5. What are our expectations for this? Oh, gosh. This is the one I did the most research on, for sure. Um, so, and this is what I was, this is the thing I was saving for the topic of conversation. I just watched the Amazon Prime video of Far Cry 5 Inside Eden's Gate. Uh, did you hear anything about this? I saw that it existed. I did not watch it. Yeah. So basically it is, it's like, uh, I believe Ubisoft did this for the division. They had like a, a mini little movie, right. To go with it that they released on Amazon. Probably. So it's the same, same exact kind of thing. So it's, um, the breakdown is basically, I don't know. These YouTubers are, uh, I don't even know what kind of channel they have. It doesn't really go into that. But they get a they get a letter from this kid who said his sister's been captured by Eden's Gate. So they go to investigate. And uh, they themselves, being the idiots that they are, get captured by Eden's Gate. And uh, it's kind of like them uploading this video to the Internet and, and their channel and kind of like showing the world of what's going on, which I'm sure is going to tie in. It's almost like it's almost like a thirty-minute cutscene. If you think about it, you know what I mean. Because like, there's that thirty-minute cutscene you can watch or not, and then I'm sure it'll it'll have a little bit of a tie-in to the very beginning of the of the move or of the game, rather. Right. But so, uh, it was very it was it was very interesting. So what are you expecting? Are you expecting more Far Cry Four? Are you expecting something new and refreshing? That's the thing. All all that I'm hearing, I was just uh, the right right as we. Uh, we're about to start this. I was watching uh, like you know eight things you could do in the first hour. I've heard that they've stopped doing the tower system. They've gotten away from you know the Assassin's Creed like you know radio tower kind of a thing that you had to do in Far Cry Four. You had to like um, was it four? Or was it three? I, don't know, but I think it was both, right? Yeah. Where you had to climb climb a radio tower uh, and then like place these devices or turn them back on, basically. Apparently they've done away with that completely, and how you open the map is simply by exploring. And as soon as you find something, it just kind of pops up on the map. So basically, what they're doing is they're making this a complete sandbox thing, right? They've turned it completely into a sandbox as far as what they're doing with making you explore the area and making you explore the world that they've built for you, good or bad, right? Hmm. So that's one of the that's one of the major tweaks, and I'm super excited for that week because as, as much as I like climbing the little towers or whatever, it does get very tedious. repetitive, very yeah. monotonous, very tedious. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's the same thing over and over. You can always you can only build a, a tower in diff, so many different ways. Exactly. So and then I also saw a video about the different um, uh, support people. So originally they announced three of them. Uh, you know, there was a guy, a pilot, uh, you know, a, a woman who may, like who works in a bar. But I think there's six or seven now. Wow. I didn't know yeah, that. there's like two different pilots. There's like the one with like the crop duster kind of a plane. There's a helicopter person. There's an RPG guy. There's a pyromaniac. Uh, there's a sniper. There's of course your dog. And I wonder. And I, I'll be very disappointed if they don't do this. Because if they didn't, if they don't do this, I think it's kind of just saying screw you to the last game, and 
and and primal. Um, I hope that you can tame other animals other than the dog. I think you can. I think because that was with a mirror, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's that. There's that snippet of the trailer where this bear is running alongside you and it seems to have this weird blue collar or scarf or whatever around its neck right so clearly it's probably part of you which is you know pretty awesome so and you know that's always been a fun thing for me is just kind of like running around tracking down all these you know specific animals and just kind of like you know coaxing them to your side basically but um but yeah, so they've upped from what I've seen as far as the uh, the videos. It, they've kind of upped the uh, ante on support staff. That's and kind of one thing cool. that's kind of good. I don't know. Um, well, it's not good, but the one thing it's the one thing that everyone's happy about is the co-op and like the missions with that. But the one bad thing that I've heard is the people that join into the other person's story do not get credit for that for that mission. Mm. So you're basically playing twice if you do co-op. Right. So that basically stops us from playing it together because it's only one person getting the progress. Is that the only thing, though? What do you mean? Well, let's be honest. Our, our schedules do not align so well all the time. Oh, well, that's true, too. But <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, you know, you know how much I play, I play Far Cry games. Oh, yeah. Um, you so, you I mean, just in, like, uh, nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> They are, they're fun. I like it. I like the kind of, you know, I, I do enjoy some of them, the monotony of collecting things and that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what the tweaks they've made. And I, you know, I'll finish watching that first, you know, the eight things you can do in the first hour once we're done here. But yeah, I'm, I gotta say for me, uh, one thing I don't think you touched on that I'm kind of excited about or curious about is the map mode and the map editor mode. Because from what I read is you can, you can create you can create your own maps that are co-op or single player or yeah anything like that. And what I also really enjoy about it is that uh, two things: one, your experience and some of the items you collect will carry over into the campaign, and so you can collect money, items, weapons, vehicles, everything, and that will carry over into the campaign that you would normally earn in the campaign. And so there's <laughs> there's reason to go visit the arcade mode. Uh, it's other people's levels, which people can do some cool stuff with that. What I like about it, too, though, that I read is you can take assets from other Ubisoft games. So you could have Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. You could have Watch Dogs. You could create a map using those assets, blending them together to make your own level. Wow, where'd you find all this? Uh, their, their actual website, Ubisoft.com. It talks oh, about wow, okay. under the new yeah, section. The one little thing I saw, and, and maybe this was just an old video, was the fact that they had mentioned Map Editor in the very beginning, but had never had not said anything since. Yeah. Uh, what I read, it was, it was just recently posted. The post-launch content's going to be available in there, too. Uh, this was published just two days ago, March 6th. That's probably why. Um, okay. They have over 7,000 objects you can use. So and everything from Far Cry 4 to Far Cry Primal to Black Flag, Unity, Watch Dogs. Um, you can blend all that stuff together uh, into a level. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. And, so, and then there's also another... Um, Mo There's a couple other things called the Upside Down, uh, which is a non-violent 
uh, I think it's like a non-violent area. There's a bounty hunt, hunter, uh, hunter level. There's all kinds of goofy stuff. They have a uh, good old but bounty hunter. Yeah, <laughs> it's Thursday, so we know I'm tongue-tied. Um, yeah, of course. They have uh, a thing called Beach Brawl, which is a death match uh, map set on a surreal beach. And it looks like like clocks and like floating tables everywhere. It kind of looks like huh. something out of Dishonored. Interesting. Yeah, like those those dream levels you would go when you were talking to the outsider. Oh, right, right, right. So kind so, of like a dolly kind of a painting. Yeah, kind of thing. it looks like a very much like a Salvador Dolly painting that sure. you're running through fighting. See, that's what that's the one thing I do enjoy about Far Cry is they're like, they there's always a drug involved, right? Yeah. Absolutely. One of the videos I was watching is like they had they follow a specific formula and they have not changed. And, you know, some people can think that's a bad thing because, you know, whatever. But it works, you know, like it like the one thing is like they start with a with a cutscene. They kind of throw you into the world right away and they give you like this arbitrary mission that's basically like a training mission. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. You're, you're introduced to the boss like right away. Yeah. So like, pretty. The main evil character, and then yeah. just kind of thrown into the world. So I'm pretty excited about that. I would say overall. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the top of our list. Uh, the next one. What are our expectations with Detroit Become Human? Because that's a David Cage, right? I never played Beyond, but I played Heavy Rain a lot. Uh, Beyond Two Souls. This is his third one, and so what do we? I mean, it's finally got a release date a couple weeks ago. Right, it's coming out May 25th. Uh, what are our expectations with that one? Do you have any expectations? Is there anything you want out of it? See, that's the thing. I don't know a lot about it. I know, um, I mean, about his games. Obviously, I, I see, I wasn't into Heavy Rain. I played the demo originally, but I did play Beyond Two Souls, which I really enjoyed. Okay. Um, you were probably one of the few. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it was. I was so adamant on playing it. One, because of... It was Ellen Page, I believe, right? That voiced yep. the character. And then two, that uh, the fact that I didn't play Heavy Rain. Okay. Well, Heavy Rain was cool. I mean, both those games rely a lot on choice, right? Right. Um, and so this one touts, this, I guess, three playable characters and more choice than you can ever imagine. Uh, plenty of scenarios and things like that. What I, I like know. about it is it's, it's that concept of androids. And that question of, uh, that I think we see so often, I think Nier Automata tackles this really well, is uh, what makes a human being, right? right? And so right. what makes what makes worth saving an android or killing an android? Uh, is it the same thing? Because they're obviously looking for uh, a independence and revolution and self-awareness. And uh, I do wonder, I'm sure that's probably what it'll be with, is that wrestling of, you know, well, when androids become self-aware and realize who and what they are, are they now capable of human beings because they're capable of thought in such a way that, uh, you know, what distinguishes them from us other than maybe a soul, right? And if the soul's contained in thought, blah, 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 I'm not going to get philosophical, but uh, yeah. I do think that that's probably where we'll see that go. I'm excited about that in the sense of, I really enjoy that, like, uh, ex, ex Machina, that film. Right. Uh, came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, that's the same oh, reason. Such I loved, a good movie. I know. Near Automata. That's the same reason I love Blade Runner 2049. Um, I really am fascinated by that android-human uh, blurring of lines. Sure. Um, and so I think my only expectation for that is for it to look really pretty, to have really significant story, and to uh, have some cool moments in choice. Right? 
Yeah. As far as the story, I mean, I, f- I feel like there are even human beings that aren't exactly self-aware. So, you know. <laughs> Amen. <Yeah. laughs> what about so those blurred lines? <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Um, no, but I am interested to see it, too, because, I mean, it does. It looks like even just the trailers. It looks gorgeous. And it does. And it always is. That's that's like, I feel like that's their mo: is push the engine, push the game's engine as far as it can with the graphics, and then just have this amazing story to go with it. Yeah, and so I'm pumped about that. Um, <clears throat> the next one on the list is a way out, and most people know that uh, from the Game Awards when uh, the guy they were interviewing the director, right, and he was like, "F the Oscars," uh, you know, this is where it's at. And so most people probably knew the game from him. I, I can't remember his name at the moment, and I apologize. But uh, he was shouting about that uh, at the Game Awards. I have to look his name up. Um, but that's a co-op game, right, coming out uh, not too far off, actually. Sorry, what was the game? Hmm? What was the game? A Way Out. Oh, A Way Out. A Way Out. Uh, March 23rd, right? So that's actually out... Uh, by the time this podcast releases, it'll be almost a week away. Um, yeah. And so it's a co-op adventure, right? Um, it's designed to be played with another person. Yes. Sitting next to you. Uh, Joseph Fares, that was his name, the game's director. He's the one who yelled at the Oscars at uh, Dice Awards. But uh, I'm kind of excited to see what that one's like because... Um, it's a good co-op game and a puzzle game and it reminds me of uh, I think Brothers on the PS3 where you controlled the two brothers who uh, were trying to find a a cure for their mother's illness and uh, I didn't play that one myself I actually watched Olivia play through that one but um, she loved it and so I think this would be a rally oh that was one of those free games wasn't it yes it was okay yeah, I mean, I have it, but I never played it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of excited to, to see how uh, that one turns out. But that's really all I have to say is I'm just kind of pumped about that one. It looks, as a whole, uh, like a good co-op game, a good uh, sit down with your best friend or your significant other and just kind of uh, solve puzzles and, and enjoy some cinematic experiences of these two brothers who, you know, get out of prison and want to, uh, I guess, start over. Yeah. Uh yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Nino Kuni 2. Also out very, very soon. Um, now, you never played the first one, correct? Correct. And by the time we release this podcast, uh, it will also be about a week away, March 23rd. I did play the first one. That was... Uh, cool. Was it really in 2011? Goodness, it was. Um <laughs> Wow, I feel really I feel really old. ashamed that I never finished it. Um, and old, yeah. I really, <laughs> really... It was one of those games that caught me from the very beginning because, because the very, very beginning, um, you know, your character suffers, suffers the loss of his mother. Sure. And so he goes on this magical quest to try to bring her back to life to this... this uh, he's told he can if he goes to this kingdom of Nino Kuni and uh, helps, you know helps them there uh that he can solve it and so i never finished it uh i'm sorry i didn't um it was an amazing game i just ran out of time yeah uh it's a great rpg uh it's an action rpg right um so it's not turn-based 
At least I don't recall it being turn-based. Uh, you know, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was. And it was just uh, a lot of fun. And I, the second one looks amazing. I love the art style. Uh, I hope, I hope to go back and play the first one eventually and uh, see what we can do, you know, about this one. But this will be on my backlog for the summer. Yeah. I'll get to sure. it over the summer. Um, but for now, you know, I'll, I'll hold off. Um, but I am super pumped about that one. And I'm sorry I don't have much more to say about it. I just super pumped for it. And uh, it's a shame that I never finished the first one. I feel guilty now. <laughs> uh, the last one, uh, we may also, I don't know how much we have to say about this. This is the first, I, I'll say this much. I think Kratos is useless as a character. However, this God of War, April 20th, is the first one that I would consider picking up and playing. Ooh, huh. I like the change in perspective. I like the change in the fact he has feelings. He has a son. It looks like he cares. Uh, it looks like he's not just an angry guy that wants to slay gods. Yeah. And I played a little bit, I think, of God of War 3. And uh, I just couldn't get into it. And so my expectation is this will be the one that kind of like Persona 5 did, kind of like Nier Automata did. This is the one that they finally figure out how to appeal to the audience they haven't already pulled in. Well, it's a, I mean, it, it's a button masher, right? There's a lot of timed events. Yes. You know, there's a lot of mashing of buttons just to kill the things, you know. And But yeah, it's. I think you're right. It kind of comes down to his character. He's just kind of angry at the gods. He wants vengeance, right? But, yeah, and so, he's not very interesting. Right. Exactly. But I do, th um, I do think you know, this will be the one. You think about, like, other... You know, something like a button masher, I guess. Or like, you know, not not exactly a button masher, but, you know, you think of kind of like the Dark Knight series, but like that's an interesting character. Like, everyone loves Batman. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, the Arkham Asylum games. Or Arkham yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah, you can mash the buttons repeatedly. You can just mash square if you really wanted to, and most of the time yeah, you can exactly. get away with it. However, yeah, there is, and that's the same thing with God of War, right? You can mash the buttons and get away with it. There is a yeah. trick to combos. It's the same thing with Nier Automata. Yeah, uh, Nier Automata's sure. button. But there's something about those characters, at least, that make you care. Right, exactly. And so I can forgive the button. And, and let's be honest, gameplay, uh, button combinations, button schemes, you know, there's only, a, there's a set, there's a finite amount of those, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, I do expect this to be the one that kind of, uh, you know, like kind of like Nino Kuni 2, where I think the first one sold almost 2 million. I think that one will double this time because people have, you know, it has a little bit of a more of a cult following. Sure. Um, I do think God of War, I don't know what it's, I know it's sold much more than that. I guarantee this is the one, though, that kind of pulls people in like me who have just been, well, you know, he's so angry and, da -da, and, and <laughs> you know, I don't want to see that. Uh, plus, the change in perspective is much, that behind the shoulder is so much more appealing um, most yeah. of the time. And so well, I, sure. I think that will help, help with it as well. Uh now, most people aren't going to know what this is, right? Um, but it is an upcoming action role-playing game. Um, it's actually made by Dotnoid Entertainment, which is actually... Or Don't don't Nod, I'm sorry, Don't Nod uh, Entertainment, which published... Uh, I thought they made something else that I played recently, but anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, that is one that looks really cool to me. Uh it's the same studio that did Life is Strange, which I loved Life is Strange. But uh, what I'm super pumped about it is it's a vampire game. 
And sure. it's after after it's in 1918 London, the Spanish flu is spreading rapidly, and you have all these vampires, different societies that are fighting for power, and they've kind of moved into uh, I want to say like the mainstream the mainstream uh, mindset, right? Um, and yeah. so you play as a doctor turned into a vampire, and uh, you're conflicted to whether you want to kill throughout the game or if you want to avoid. And so you can actually um, continue to feed your character without killing anyone, and it's like a semi-open world. And it just sounds, uh, you know, you don't get too many vampire games. Like Code Vein is coming out later this year by the same, uh, and it looks very Dark Souls-like. But this just looks uh, like a lot of fun. There are different vampire factions that you come across. So I'm kind of excited to see how this one turns out. Yeah. And that comes out, uh, what did I did I say? I think it's June 5th. And so June that's, 5th, yeah. So that's got a summer release. Now. So it's June 5th, 2018. Yeah. Now, we'll see about that because it also said December 2017. It also said, I think at one point, March and so it quietly keeps getting pushed back and so i'm a little right. nervous but that would be perfect because june 5th you know summer it's got nothing to compete with and if people are thirsty for something different right oh look at those choice of words folks yeah and thirsty <laughs> for something different ah gosh i'm just so good such uh, a wordsmith you just slips them right in there i do i don't even know i do it uh, <laughs> the only thing i gotta say though is uh you are having Detroit Become Human release, uh, what, a week before that, a week and a half before that? And so yeah. if that becomes a big thing... Um, Which it probably know, should. It should. And so yeah. if we had to rank these in terms of what has the biggest impact this year, where do we rank? Oh, gosh, biggest impact? Let's start with number five. Let's work our way up. I'd say number five, the least amount of impact is going to be Vampire. Because yeah. no one seems excited about that except me. Yeah. Um, um, I'd say... Way out is probably number two. Okay, so like or number four, 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 four sorry, number four. Yeah, at least amount of. Yeah, I would agree. Um, um, and then see, for me, it's a toss up between Nino Cooney and God of War because God of War is such a franchise game, and Nino Cooney is such such a huge thing over in Japan, right? Well, yeah. So one second, one, two, three. We can't count. There's six games, so six would be Vampire. <laughs> five would be a way out. Um, four you said five. I was just going. I know. I know. Following I blindly. Once again, I forgot Vampire somehow. Um, <laughs> when I was counting, so, so that says that says a six. It way out five. five. Yeah, four. I'd, I'd say, say probably Nino Kuni. Four. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna say Detroit Become Humans number three. I'm gonna say that Far Cry and God of War battle it out. Yeah, I can see that for but sure. I, honestly, I think I give to Far Cry Five. Yeah, I think there's huge I think hype you have around to. that. It's just, I mean, it's the fifth game in that series. I mean, God of War will be what the fourth one, right? Uh, well, there's God of War one, two, and three, and then there was a prequel, I believe, and then there, right? Yeah. So this is like almost the fifth as well. I think this so, might be the fifth one too. But you know, when you've made five games, there's you know, there's enough followers, of course. Yeah, but, but yeah, I think Far Cry just, eats them out. Oh, yeah, you Such just a powerhouse. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so I think that's what kind of pushes it ahead of everything. Agreed. So this is this day in gaming history, and uh, actually, I thought this is rather appropriate. I wonder if they did this on purpose. Um, this day, two years ago, 2016, The Division released. 
Oh, and now fancy. you dropped the Division Two trailer, right? Oh, those sneaky Pete's, sneaky Pete's. Um, so 2016. Uh, also, this day in gaming history, 2011. I thought these were notable. Dragon Age Two comes out. MLB the Show 11, the show comes out, and apparently a game that uh, no longer gets made. MLB 2K. 11 came out. Uh, I think that might have been one of the last years for it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. 2006. I wanted to throw this on there because I just love the name of it. Disney's Winnie the Pooh's Rumbly Tumbly Adventure came out on GameCube. (laughs) (laughs) Rumbly Tumbly. Um, Mafia, the original Mafia, came out on Xbox. Nice. In 2004, yeah. Yeah. And then in 2002, Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty came out on the PS2. Ah! So, oh, Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. So what have you done? <laughs> pretty good week, actually, in gaming this week. If, yeah, some that's of those, pretty crazy. Um, over the years. You know, I mean, Winnie the Pooh, who doesn't remember that? Oh, I mean, you can remember the many nights I've spent on r- the rumbly tumbly adventure of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Sometimes my belly rumbly tumblies, but that's usually after eating Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure your wife, your wife loves that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's usually her fault we ate the Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she knows. She got herself into it then. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, that was that was just quick this day in gaming history. Let's talk. See you soon. Uh, so this is a live list of uh, upcoming games released this week, this past week on the PS blog. Uh, Matt, there's quite a few. Uh, we read it for you because we know you're too lazy. And so here's what we're going to read off this week. Um, he's not talking about you, the listeners. He's talking about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Matt mostly. Um, I, I'm not going to go through all of these because some of them uh, I think aren't worth mentioning. No offense to them. Uh, I'll try and mention them, though. I may just read the description. Uh, but first, since I bought a PSVR, I'll start with that one. It's out digital. Today, March 8th, uh, Audio Beats. Uh, it's a tribute to classic rhythm games. If you're a traditional rhythm game player seeing great beats and challenges, Audio Beats is the answer. Now, that one got three sentences. I read it very quickly, but it got Ooh. three sentences. So they're stepping up with PSVR. Speaking of which, Bravo Fancy. Team, also digital and retail on PSVR. Bravo Team is set in a fictional modern-day Eastern European city. When your escort mission goes wrong, a country threatens to tear itself apart and your team along with it. So uh, that did not have high reviews in the PlayStation Store when I looked at it the other day, so I'm a little concerned. (laughs) Uh, DJ Max Respect, PS4 Digital. Legendary, this is the week of, of rhythm games. Legendary rhythm action game finally arrives on PS4. Enjoy all the classic DJ Max songs and brand new exclusive songs with DJ Max Respect. Uh, cool. This one I really like the. You ever see, uh, what was that movie with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder? Uh, the Philip K. Dick novel, Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly. Okay, yeah. This, this art cover looks like it. It's called Fear Effect Sedna. And uh, Fear Effect, it's been a long time since they've released one of these. Thrilling action and stealth gameplay enhanced by the Fear System. An exciting story on ultra stylish cutscenes. Harness your team's dynamic abilities to tackle enemies and puzzles like never before. So that one looks kind of cool. That's out digital this week. 
Final Fantasy 15, the Royal Edition or the Royale Edition. I don't even think you need to read the description. Everyone knows what that is. Yeah, yeah. PS4 retail. I mean, it's literally uh, the same RPG with new content, new features. Yay, Final Fantasy yeah. 15. Um, Frantics is out on PS4 Digital. <laughs> I like the art on this one. Yeah, isn't it awesome? The little fox and guys. Um, Arcade style fun and mad minicap games are all the rage in Frantics, where you and up to three friends have to face off in a variety of challenges. That might be cool co-op. Yeah. Um, all right. It kind of looks like just from the art, like you're gonna have to like stack things. Yeah, it makes me wonder if it's like yeah, another puzzle game. Well, at least it's yeah, not a like rhythm game. Jenga kind of a thing. <laughs> um, this one. Now, this one's been out for a while, but it's finally coming to retail. Life is Strange Before the Storm, which, oh, goodness, when I played Life is Strange, I can't wait to get into this. I'm going to eventually get to Before the Storm. Uh, I'm not going to read the description. If you don't know what Life is Strange is or what Life is Strange Before the Storm is, you really need to go check it get out. Get your life together. Yeah. You play as 16-year-old Chloe Price, who forms an unlikely friendship with Rachel Amber, a beautiful and popular girl destined for success, and that's just an amazing game. Um all of those. Uh, Midnight Deluxe is PS4, PS Vita, Long Live Vita, and Digital. Now, I love this art. Are you looking at this art, right? Yeah, this little I do too. cube. Yeah. It says, in this golf-like game with a perpetual <laughs> darkness setting, your task is to guide a little square-shaped fairy named Midnight. What do they mean by a golf-like game? I want to know. Maybe you tee off every once in a while? You hit them? I guess. That's, I don't yeah, I don't understand this golf-like game because that... Has nothing to do with the art. No, I'm gonna look it up. I'm, I want to look up that one, Midnight Deluxe, and see the trailer for it. Yeah, I'm really curious to know. Um, also out this week, a very original title by the name of North on PS4, PS Vita again in digital. Uh, this is actually a four-part series, uh, soon to be followed by East, West, and South. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. And so, and and actually, they're gonna have half iterations called Northeast, Southeast, Northwest, and Southwest. Yeah, that's yeah. more of like the DLC. But yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. You're right. It was the DLC. <laughs> I forgot about it. And then they're gonna have an expansion pack called the Compass. <laughs> uh, poor guys. Um, it's probably an amazing game, and we're trashing it. Um, right. In North, you play as a man who applies for asylum in a city filled with strange creatures and strange customs. Yep, that sounds amazing. Was that tongue-in-cheek enough? I think so. I'll have to look that one up, though, just because I need to know now. Matt, why don't yes. you pronounce this next one? All right, let me go back here. Um, one-eyed... Kutka! Kutka! K-U-T-K-H. Kutka! Uh, that's out tomorrow, Friday. It's a Friday release, March 9th. PS4, PSV, Vita, digital. Uh, a single traveler on his way home crashes on a mysterious planet. To continue his journey, he'll have to get to the ninth heaven, deceive the sun and the moon, and steal their space boats. What? I mean, steal if their you're going to steal boats? a space boat, you should definitely steal it from the sun or the moon, because they have the best space boats. They do. <laughs> Wasn't that a level in Wolfenstein, New Colossus? Uh... Um, all right. What, Ninth Heaven? <laughs> no, I was thinking Space Boats. Um, um, I don't know, maybe. Probably. I was just joking. Um, slight spoilers. Anyway, uh, Ranji is on PSVR Digital. Three, at least three VR games this week. Solve complex puzzles, explore hidden temples, reconstruct ancient statues, escape deadly platforms, and revel in the joy of the flight. 
as you recover the life force of the music giants and restore rhythm to the world. Another freaking rhythm game. That kind of sounds cool. I feel like, and just from the artwork, it kind of looks like um, Journey kind of-ish. Yes. And I, I always love the music in those games, so I feel like that actually might be a decent one if you're trying to recover like pieces of like music. And like, you know, once you complete the world, it like re goes like, you know, like maybe it was like with the like flower where like once you collect it off, it was kind of like shoot you around and like play the little tune or whatever. Yeah. And in VR, that might be really cool. We'll have to oh, look, for sure. look into that. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe the guy we talked about last week in our community shout out, Sofa of Adam. Remember? Sofa Dom. Um, yeah. Maybe he can, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to connect with him and see if he's got uh he, he's a member of our community if you missed last week's episode that we um we shouted out to that he does some really cool stuff on youtube with a lot of vr stuff and so um him and i are going to tag up some point and, and do some cool vr stuff as well um but yeah go check him out his youtube channel it's on last week's podcast podcast episode um finally last couple here uh roots double or root double i'm sorry before crime after days extend edition does that not sound like that was translated from Japanese? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I love how it's extend edition, not extended. Oh, yeah, they're always like this. That's how I know it's Japanese. Um, PS Vita digital out today. Uh, the year is 2030. Business as usual in the isolated city, research city of Rakume. That is until several explosions suddenly go off in the nuclear research facility known as Labo. The city sends in Sirius, an elite rescue squad, to deal with the situation. And that elite rescue squad looks like a 12-year-old girl in a school uniform. Um, (laughs) Hey, man. Whatever. Don't Um, you knock their elite rescue squad. (laughs) For shame. How Um, dare you. Scribblenauts Showdown, PS4 Digital Retail. Uh, it's Scribblenauts, party style. So this is kind of cool. Use your imagination. Go head-to-head in the Ultimate Multiplayer Showdown. Um, that looks kind of interesting from what I I wonder how that works, though, without, you know, like, how are you going to draw stuff, right? Because that's the whole point of Scribblenauts is on the DS, isn't it? Like, you actually draw it? I think so. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I, that's something to be uh, looking into here. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not knocking it at all. Like I'm cool, curious. Cool game, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've always heard. I just never, never got into it. Never checked yeah. it out. Uh, all right, where was I? Oh yes, I knew where I was. TT, Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge. That sounds like a description, Ooh. actually. Um, PS4 Digital Retail. For you bikers out there, there are two types of speed races: the Isle of Man TT and the rest. No other races is grueling for motorbikes and demanding for the riders. Take up the challenge of the snail fail mountain course, all three 37.73 miles faithfully reproduced with champions and their bikes. That sounds like there's literally one course that you race on. That's absurd, right? I mean, that's the name of the game. And it certainly implies that. Uh, Moving on. It is on sale, though. If you are interested in the PS store, it is 10% off. Um, Well, what I don't understand is what does TT stand for? I don't know. Totally tubular. I have no idea. <laughs> I have. I don't know. I really don't. I, I'm sure it's a branded bike, and you know, the we have five people listen to us, and three of them are probably bikers yelling at us right now. Yeah, of course. So for shame. All right. Uh, last but not least, way of the passive fist. What an oxymoron. PS4 and digital. 
<laughs> a mysterious figure known only as the Wanderer travels across distant planet of Zircon 5, a once prosperous mining colony that is now on the brink of destruction and the face of its dying star. And that completes your PS blog. See you soon for the week. See you soon. Bye. So Matt, I looked at the trophies this week. There's nothing really worth highlighting. So we're not going to do what would Matt do for that trophy. That will return in another week. Um, I'm going to move into our community shout out right now. Uh, and then we can talk about if there's anything else we want to do before we leave. Um, so our community shout out actually goes to Chase Bethia, Bethia, Bethia. I apologize. I should have asked to pronounce your name beforehand. I really apologize about that. But this is our UR2 community shout out for the week. Um, he actually contacted me uh, and we chatted about some music and stuff. Um, he's an awesome guy. Uh, go check out his stuff. Uh, you can find him at his website. Uh, first name's Chase. Last name is B-E-T-H-E-A.com. You can find him on Spotify under the same name, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, I found him on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find him on Twitter as well. Uh, he's everywhere. So uh, if you go to any of those, they'll probably direct you to the rest of them. Uh, he's an awesome guy. He's been working in the industry for a couple of years now. He actually did a couple of games on mobile, on phone. He did the music for them. And so if you want really cool 8-bit style music, if you want to check out um, some soundtracks and stuff like that that he's done, uh, feel free to check him out. Uh, we really appreciate him contacting me and us chatting. Um, and so I asked him when we started chatting, hey, can I throw you out a little shout out? So go check him out. Go add him on, on all those. Uh, I've, you know, I believe he's even on iTunes. I think I might have stumbled across his stuff. Uh, but definitely check him out on Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, SoundCloud, and his website, chasepathia.com. Um, and so we appreciate him jumping in to say hi. Um, and remember, we do want to do these off often, uh, every week, really, but we need you to send us your community stuff. So we, I don't care what you create. I don't care if it's music. I don't care if you do games. I don't care if you do VR content, whatever it is. Uh, I just want to shout out to you. Uh, as long as you're like us and you're creating stuff, the small guys do need to stick together. Um, for sure. So if you have a talent or a labor of love, please feel free to send it in and give me your Twitter, your YouTube link, your website, anything where you self promote and I will promote you, um, just for fun. Yeah. Well, Matt, is there anything else we wanted to touch on? Yeah. This there's week? one last thing that yeah, I need to get off my chest. And, um, I found out the meaning of TT. Lay it on me. And I've realized why they didn't spell it out, because it is really dumb. It is the tourist trophy. Oh, so it's a type of race, the tourist trophy yeah. Isle of Man. And this is actual, like, I mean, I'm looking at the actual, like, a Wikipedia. This is an actual event. Yeah, yeah, I figured it was. Yeah, this is an actual event on the Isle of Man, which I don't know where that is. Uh, yeah okay it's like in between um, it's like in between Great Britain and Ireland okay well, there you go we're not just a podcast about video games but we inform you about motorcycles and, and racing and right, all that good stuff so you know we're here for you we care yeah for you sure know? we're gonna teach you I'm a teacher by day so I'm gonna teach you a little bit every time we come on this podcast even if it's just about TT yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
We'll teach you. Just got to learn about TT. Yeah, we're going to teach you about the TT and the things your parents don't want to teach you about TT. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave's going to love that. There was the weekly ambulance that went by. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, Dave, for you. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right, there it was. Gentlemen. We found it. If you I don't like think we this, had one last week, but it's no, back. we didn't. I I don't think he mentioned it in our email, our weekly, uh, you know, business email. But uh, yeah. he will for sure this week. Oh, I'm sure that uh, was pretty loud. It definitely went right by the screen that I that my window looks out to. Dave, don't you dare edit any of this. This is good material. Yeah, um, it definitely is. <laughs> if you do, I'm going to call you out every week until you leave your name in it. Um, That's right. All right. So <laughs> if you enjoyed this and you want to support us on Patreon, if you want to, you know, come by and just rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you want to be uh, listening to us, we appreciate it. Share it with your friends who like video games. Share it with your friends who like TTs. And uh, <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> and we'll be happy to. We'll be happy. Or to even the to friends you. that don't like the TTs. No, that's right. <laughs> and we'll be happy to to do this every week for you. Um, until Absolutely. you know until then um do check by check out our patreon uh come by drop a dollar honestly it'll keep the mics on it'll help me do that until i mean honestly no one else is gonna play north for you i will that's right it's 2.99 if you give me two bucks you only have to worry about playing the game you don't have and i saved you 99 cents give me a dollar that's right and I saved you 99 cents. Exactly. Um, you get access to the episode. And you know what? For a dollar, I will play North. If I get a dollar on Patreon this week, I will play North. And uh, I will upload that play. And gosh, it looks terrible. So if you really want that, please do it. <laughs> All right. Make us play terrible games, please. Yeah. That's what we want. That's what we want. Because I don't have enough time for the good ones. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Until next time, game on. Game on. Outro music. Outro music. Outro music for this week. You can't handle it. I think you should just put the siren behind that. The <laughs> That's the outro music. Uh, Dave's going to love that. There was a weekly ambulance that went by. <laughs>